Be who you are for your pride. Haters, sorry to break your eardrums right at the start. Aren't um, I a gorgeous singer? Mm, American mm-hmm. Idol, here I come. Welcome to this week's podcast and happy pride, everyone. Happy pride. Slay the gay. Where my sh- today? Where's the straight pride? Where's Crickets. the straight pride Crickets. parade? <laughs> um. So, um. Welcome back to Haters Film Club. Yep. I'm Chloe. I'm Gibbert. Um. Gabby was literally shedding tears not even five minutes ago. Yeah. We'll recap real quick. Um. If you've been listening to the podcast for the last month, you know that we've been struggling, <laughs> struggling deeply with our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just keeps going into June, uh, which is kind of homophobic, yeah. um, in my opinion. But um, we decided, well, my landlord decided, um, instead of redoing the carpet patch that they had to rip out because of the water, to redo the whole room with um, tile like the rest of the houses, um, which is great in theory, because now I'll have a tile floor instead of carpet, but it is taking way too damn long, and maintenance guys are just evil. Stupid. They're evil. They're not even stupid. They're just genuinely evil. Yeah. He will be like, oh, can you come at 8 o'clock? He'll be like, yeah, and then show up at 12. Yeah, no, so today he was an hour late, and right before he started, I'm like, hey, I'm letting you know, I really need this done. If you can't see, my entire life is outside of... It's in my living room, it's in my roommate's room. Like, this house is tiny. I don't even know how I have half of this crap in this room to begin with. But I'm like, I've had construction and maintenance in this room for the last month. I would really just like to have my room back. So he's like, yeah, I'll try my best to finish today. And he did a good chunk. He did a good chunk. But what they don't do is freaking communicate. No. So he left for lunch at like 1230 at one point and he literally walked past me because I was in the living room purging through all my crap. And the purge? Yes. And instead of being like, I'll be right back, I'm taking a lunch break, anything like that, he just walks right past me, gives me a weak little smile, and I don't see him for the next 30 minutes. Yeah. And then just now he had left... Um, about an hour ago now, actually, mm-hmm. and didn't say nothing. I heard him on the phone outside saying something about running out of mud with, like, to put the freaking tile down, um, but he doesn't say, like, hey, I'm out of material, I'll have to come finish it tomorrow, or is it okay if I come back in about an hour, I need to run to Lowe's, or whatever, instead of being like, that's all I can do today, that's my scheduled time, I can't keep going, or else I... Whatever. He could have said literally whatever, but just, like, leaving, walking out of the house and leaving our doors unlocked because we don't know if he's coming back or not is extremely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if he put communication skills on his resume, take it off. Take it off. And that goes for all the maintenance dudes we've had in this house. They never say a word to us. I don't know if it's because we're women or if it's because they're... I don't know if that's how they are with everyone, but the last couple of maintenance guys that we've had in this house Mm -hmm. don't say anything yeah and it's frustrating because even if he did finish what he had to do today he still has to come back tomorrow to grout it so now he has to come back tomorrow to finish what he didn't do today and then i don't know how quickly this stuff normally sets so he would either have to come back sunday or monday 
and I just want my freaking room back. Yeah, and also, like, Gabby always works on weekends, and this is, like, her last weekend. My last weekend before having to start back up at work, which, um, my store opening back up during Pride Month is, like, during Pride Month, Pride Weekend here in D.C. Yeah. It's pretty homophobic, but that's fine. Um, but, yeah, so it's, like, my last weekend without anybody here, without Chloe being away, without guests, things and that, like that. It's my first and last weekend with just Chloe, and I gotta sit here and wait for a freaking maintenance man. Mm-hmm. He didn't even... Because at least yesterday, he was like, okay, I'll be back at 8 tomorrow. Yeah, today, if today, he's gone, he didn't say a he word. He didn't say shit. He could not even be planning on coming tomorrow. I we wouldn't know. know. He did tell me, because I asked him, I'm like, oh, you still ha- would have to come back tomorrow to grout it, right? He's like, yeah, if that's okay. I'm like, because I told him, I'm like, I don't know if you normally work Saturdays, but I really would like this done. He's like, no, I can come around to- tomorrow around this time. But he didn't confirm that on his way out. We so. shall see. I texted my landlord. I'm telling my landlord everything. And I did take a picture of how much he did yesterday. And I will be taking a picture of how much he did today. So if he's, like, taking way too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Oh, our pizza's delivering in six minutes. That was fast. Yeah. Okay. I've never had pizza deliver that fast. Um, the next thing I had written on the agenda to discuss is that Florida is on some bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. She's, she, yeah. Um, as a native Floridian myself, mm. I'm so glad I got out of there when I did. Yeah. Because Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSatan, as we say. Ron the demon. Yeah, Ron the go to hell. Yeah. Um, what is wrong with you, for real? For real. Anyways, that's all I gotta say. Go vote, go... Go speak out against this man. Go kick him in the face if you see him. I, did I tell you this? I've seen him in person. Yeah, you did. At yeah. McDonald's. You have a picture. I have, well, Calvin has a picture. Yeah. We saw Ron DeSantis at like 10 o'clock at night and the Alachua McDonald's came in and got a hamburger, went to the bathroom and he had security with him. Yeah. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, with this being Pride Month, the second day of Pride Month, we, of course, had to have our gay little selves uh, sit down and discuss our favorite gay little movies. Mm-hmm. So we are coming at you with 10. Um, they are no particular order. Not even according to Gabby. She has some that she doesn't even like, yeah. but she just wanted to discuss. Yeah. All of mine, you can say, are ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. I'll, I have some dishonorable mentions, but we'll get to that later. I have some honorable and dishonorable mentions. And I will say, at least, I don't know about yours, mine are mostly based on, like, queer relationships, not so much, like, trans or gendered. Yeah, know, not, that... not necessarily. I know, like, LGBT is a range of different things, but my movies that I have picked are mostly based on, like, relationships. Yeah, that's the same for me. I've definitely seen, like, a couple I can shout out. Like, I saw Trans America. I've seen, like, Saturday Church, like, stuff like that where gender is more of the, um, surrounding situation, but mine are more so, I guess, like, things that I could project myself into, so you'll see a lot of ladies on ladies action on my list for Mm -hmm. sure, so, because, I mean, that's just, like, what you want. Yeah. Um, quick pizza break we just had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just ate rancid cheese, so... Yeah. Pray for me. 
pray for Chloe because sometimes she'll eat something and I'll eat it after and I'm like, you should definitely not be eating this. This has gone <laughs> I bad. was gonna sit there and eat all of it, so. <laughs> yeah. I told her, please stop eating this. <laughs> like, you can taste the, like, you can taste the age. <laughs> I just like a good aged cheese. No, not that kind. All right. Give me your first movie, lady. Um, my first movie is Bros. Oh, I I didn't even think about this one. (laughs) And I rated it a four out of five. Oh, yeah. We're switching it up this time. These are not in a particular order, but we are giving you our ratings Mm -hmm. out of five. So, yeah. Um, Bros, if you haven't seen, is a funny little movie movie um, by our Let's Go Lesbians himself. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. Of Billy on the Street. Of Billy on the Street. Which a lot of people don't like him. And I'm like... Why? He can be a little bit of, like, be, a ch- white guy. Yeah, he can be a little white gay. He can be a little obnoxious. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he's harmless to Yeah. Me. Um, <clears throat> but no, it's a funny little movie. I will say, like, a lot of, a lot of the movies that I, a lot of most LGBT style movies are going to be, like, the taboo. Of being with the same sex. So what I like about bros is that it's very, like, openly gay and, like, yeah. well, like... Like, he already <clears throat> surrounds himself with... Yeah. Like, he's got that found family. He already right. surrounds himself. So it's not, like, that and idea of, like, if we don't, if we do what it... Like, like, it's just... The main conflict of this movie is that he's stepping outside of his usual type and stepping into the world of, like, a dude bro gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's... <clears throat> it's a fun little kind of like everyday rom-com but with two guys instead of girls so it's or instead of <laughs> guy, <laughs> two guys instead of two girls so it's it's a fun time instead of a guy and a girl you Good Lord! <laughs> it's just gay rom-com and it's funny and um it's very funny it is funny and if you like that kind of like stupid rom-com um kind of energy a little bit adam sandler energy little bit of himbo energy. Um, that's where you'll find mm-hmm. it. My very first movie to preface, um, if you were, if you read, I guess, <laughs> unlike Gabby, but if you were, you know, like, if you're like a little baby gay in the closet, like, you would seek out every single piece of gay media in existence. Like, I would hear that two boys would be kissing in a book for, like, a page, and I'd be like, all right, sign me up, let me read it. I mean, completely uh, off-topic, but, like, the whole reason I even knew about Shameless was because of Mickey and Ian, and I would, like, go- I didn't even watch the show, but I would go on YouTube and, like, search for Mickey Ian moments and things No! Yeah, I started watching Shameless when I was 14 because I saw a Mickey and Ian edit on Vine. That ages me. Um, and so I decided to start watching the show just because of that. But anyways, so yeah, I would be like devouring all the gay content I could get my little heart on, my little hands on. So my first movie is The Miseducation of Cameron Post. Mm -hmm. I love the book and I love the movie. I gave the movie five stars. Um, like I really love when a movie adaptation really follows the book. And this one really does. Basically, the premise of it, I believe it's set in the 90s. And this girl named Camera Post is, like, really good friends with her best friend. And they're, like, super close. And then all of a sudden, 
they're like found at junior prom kissing each other in like the car and she like her friend rats on her is like Cameron made me do it and all this and they send her away to like conversion therapy camp and it's just really intense really crazy and it's so good the ending is so good love it amazing you've never seen it right no I watched it with you you did yeah like a year or two ago Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I've seen it several times. Yeah. It's really good. Um, that's another big, like, uh, what's it called? Trope. Trope in gay movies. Trauma. It's trauma, conversion therapy, mm-hmm. trying to get pushed out of it, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, I, I do have this written down as, a, like, a future topic, but definitely want to discuss barrier gaze, mm. because, lord. Mm does that run rampant in all gay content it's sad uh my next movie is probably on your list too is portrait lady that's actually my next movie (laughs) which i rated five stars i also did okay yeah um which do you remember when we went to go watch this movie this was during covid we said you know tonight we're gonna watch portrait of a lady on fire and instead we watched the hangover this is true. Wait, what? Can you can you tell me the story? Because I don't remember. We sat down on that crusty couch at Canopy, and we said, we're going to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire tonight, which was on Hulu. Uh-huh. Somehow we ended up on Netflix and watched The Hangover. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just did. Um, I don't remember that at yeah. all. Um, as you can see, my mental illness has erased all my memory. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, I love it on Letterboxd, because when you put the f- stars, it has a little flames Fire. instead of, yeah. instead of uh, stars. I think it's a crime that this movie couldn't qualify for Best International Feature at the Oscars, because she would have took it home. Yeah. It's a gorgeous movie. Gorgeous movie. Absolutely gorgeous. One of those taboo, like, the other. I think like, what I really like about this movie is there's, like, one man in the entire mm, movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I do like the way that they kind of um, slow burn it for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and they leave it very open-ended. They don't leave it open-ended. I'm not going to say the ending, but it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking. Going back to the trauma, the it's sadness. It's still kind of open-ended in a way. So basically, for those of you who don't know, it's a French movie, and it's, what would you say, like 1600s, 18, 1700s, 1800s? I don't know. It's in France, and this painter is, like, hired to um basically take this other woman for walks while her like father is absent or something like that and it's literally just the two of them and like a well, little she was hired to paint her because she wouldn't yeah sit down for she wouldn't sit else. down for a portrait to send off to like suitors mm-hmm. and then she was also supposed to like accompany her for these walks every day yeah and it was just the two of them and then like some little maid girl and gorgeous stunning spectacular mm-hmm. I've seen it, like, so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm feeling a little down, I say, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, yeah. put it on right now. Yeah. Please go do yourself a favor and watch. It is breathtaking, amazing, spectacular, and the ending scene will literally kill you, so enjoy. Um, yeah, so he... What? No, sorry, I'm getting... <laughs> I got a text from my landlord. Um, am I going on the next one, or are we yeah. still talking about it? It's okay. your... I mean, if you have anything else to say, lady... Well, I, I, um, I appreciate that it's not overly fetishized as well. Yeah. Because that's some of my dishonorable yeah. mentions. Me too. Like, the idea, especially lesbian uh, relationships in movies, yeah. are extremely it's fetishized. It's just straight up 
porn. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Um, I, so. I like that they did have very intimate moments, but, but it, it didn't show you. Yeah, it like, wasn't, you see like, the pornographic. Af- you see the after, like, the first time they really get together, and they're just, like, all nice and curled up on, yeah. the, like, a bed. And yeah. It's very intimate, because she's, yeah. like, drawing her, but... And you know what happened. It's almost like in, um... <laughs> Fleabag. <laughs> no! <laughs> when she finally gets what the guy she wants, they don't show it. Compared yeah. to, like, all the other times she was sleeping with people, they were c- consistently showing it. And also, every time she had sex on screen, she was staring at the camera. And when she has sex with the priest, she's staring at him. But anyways, we can get into Fleabag another time. Okay. Um, My next movie, obviously, is, is The Way He Looks. Okay, yeah. Five stars. Um, I've already talked about this movie pretty briefly. It's a Brazilian film, uh, short film on Tumblr that became a longer film. Um, I've seen this movie a good amount of times. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I probably should have it on DVD Again, because going, it's hard to like find streaming wise. Yeah. Going back to like being a little baby gay and oh yeah, trying to find literally, yeah. that's, that's how deep it had to go is I had to go watch movies in other languages. Yeah. 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 Um, but, um. It's just a, another very pure kind of love story in the sense that it's not like fighting against the taboo, but more so fighting against what nature has like done to you. So a blind boy is discovering that he's attracted to a man, but how can you be attracted to something you don't see? So it's not even necessarily that he's questioning his sexuality. In general, he's questioning how he can feel attraction to people because of his disability is so stunning and beautiful Mm -hmm. and i could it's a very sweet movie yeah and it's very very like childish in the sense of like in the sense of its energy not necessarily it's like immature innocent love right exactly they're really discovering love for the first time yeah which i enjoyed to watch as a as a younger person and Mm -hmm. even so now it just feels almost nostalgic um, and I learned about Fjall Raven backpacks from the movie, so. <laughs> she said, art ho. Yeah. No, okay, fun fact, when me and Gabby first started no talking stop. to each other. No, stop. <laughs> and I asked her to tell me, like, about her, and she was like, I'm such a art ho, I love going to museums. And the rest is history. Um, my next movie is Imagine Me and You, which I give three and a half stars, this movie is so good. It's so cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. Basically, the premise of it, and this is where I knock some points off for it, is um, a woman gets married at, to a man, and she bumps into this girl at the punch table. Mm. And, you know, classic story. This girl works in a flower shop. Of course. Why not? And they fall in love. And, yeah, I, that's the one thing I don't like is it kind of pulls into the stereotypes of, like, bi women or cheaters or something like that. Like, you're married and you're gonna go cheat and find a lesbian lover. Yeah. But it is a very cute movie. Um, You're a wanker number nine lives in my head forever, even though I haven't seen this movie in, like, four years. But it's a good one. 2005, ahead of the curve, ahead of the time. Mm -hmm. Good little rom-com. Love it. Slay. Okay, my next movie is Moonlight, which I gave four stars. Yeah, I love Moonlight. Yeah. It's so pretty. Um, 
Hello Stranger by Barbara. What's her face from this movie? I love that mm-hmm. song. It is so pretty. Yeah. I like this movie because it really talks about, like, the toxicity of men, especially African-American men in America. Well, obviously, African-American men. <laughs> um, just, like, the toxicity between masculinity and sexuality mm-hmm. and how... Again, how taboo, I'm going to say that word a lot today, (laughs) how taboo um, gay relationships are in a lot of, like, culturally ethnic communities, in Hispanic communities, very much so as well. So, it's a a nice, it's a different touch, it's a different take Mm -hmm. from, like, the classic average, like, white girls go kiss and have fun. Yeah. It's all, all good and fine. It's a gorgeous movie Mm -hmm. like the lighting beautiful obviously we all know from the oscars actually it was moonlight yeah it was moonlight whoopsie doopsie but in the moonlight it follows our boy boys look blue yeah (laughs) that's so pretty but it basically follows him like through what is his name i'm gonna google it what is his name that's gonna drive me crazy mahershala ali is in it yeah he He won an oscar no did he win that for Moonlight or for fucking Green Book? Yeah, I think he won both. That wouldn't surprise me. Mahershala. He's a good actor. Um, but yeah, it basically follows him from like childhood to like young adult life to adult life. And I really, really do like this because again, it doesn't like fetishize anything. It doesn't show us like the really graphic, intense sex scenes or anything like mm-hmm. There's the scene of them on the beach together. You can't see anything, but it's so intimate, like, the way he grabs his head and they're just, like, holding each other and, like, yeah, p- staring at the both. water. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, oh, the the kid. The kid. I've seen... It's been a minute since I've seen this. Yeah. His name is... Chiron. Chiron. And then, and then it's black. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I... Just love it. It's very pretty. And I also like that it shows, like, a very masculine man mm-hmm. as, like, this gay man. Yeah. Like, you, if you saw him on the street. It's not, like, some twink. Not some stereotypical little twink boy. Yeah. Like, no. Just a gruff man. He said, bear for bear. <laughs> bear for twink. Bear for otter. <laughs> awful, awful. Twonk for twink. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> The straights are going to listen to this podcast and be like... They're going to say, Google? Huh? Siri, what is a twonk? <laughs> Jail. Alright, you go. All I think of when I think of otter is just myrrh from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. <laughs> a weasel. Oh, he is a weasel. Anyways, my next movie, this should shock nobody. I've talked about it like 15 billion trillion times already. But I'm a cheerleader. I knew you were going to put that on there, so I didn't put it on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the same for me with the way he looks. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, but I'm a cheerleader gets five stars. It stars my ladies, Natasha Leone and Clea Duvall. Natasha Leone not being gay is a crime against humanity. Um, it's basically, it follows, what is her name? in this movie. Why can't I remember any of the characters' names today? I never be remembering names. I'm always so good about names, but it basically it follows her and it's so funny cuz she like has a boyfriend and she's a cheerleader on the cheerleading squad, 
but during like the opening and everything you kind of notice she's just like looking at everybody's boobies her locker has like pictures of ladies from like sports magazines and in bikinis and she's like no i just really admire like their physique like i just they're so pretty i love them but i'm not gay and then they have literally like an intervention at her house and they're like listing off all these stereotypes all these things they've noticed about her and she's like i'm a homosexual i'm a homosexual love that and then rupaul shows up in a straight is great shirt and they ship her off to this house what is that called what is it it's like straight arrow or something like that and it's it's such a good com i guess that could be the gender thing it's such a commentary on like gender Mm -hmm. like staying in your gender norms and staying in what women clean women clean boys are out on the field playing football and there's even like a character that they like probably identify as more male or masculine and they're like no you need to be in a pink little dress yeah yeah and oh oh, it's so good like the colors and everything Mm -hmm. and the laser under (laughs) like shocking yourself like crazy crazy book or movie and then she's on the phone with her parents and she's like you were right i am a homosexual love it and then they go to the bar oh oh Chloe's just gonna tell you this whole damn movie. I mean, I'm just telling you the plot. Go watch it. I think I'm gonna go watch it after this. Okay. Um, my next movie is one of the movies that I hate. Uh-oh, I'm scared. And it's, uh, My Policeman. Oh! You see? It's such a bad movie. I forgot it even existed. I rated it a .5. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did too. No, actually, I think you had it at, like, a 2 or a 3. Oh, Okay. Um, because I looked. It's just bad. It's, um, Mr. Harry Styles. Yeah, this was hyped up for so Everyone long. Everyone was so excited to see Harry Styles play a little gay boy. And then the whole thing was just a gay bash. Yeah. Like, it was very, very disheartening. Yeah. Um, not a good portrayal of gay relationships. Not a good... Not good at all. Not good at all. Just not. Um, it was just, like, very awkwardly done i mean it was it was pretty in the sense of like the The cinematography and the set like the beach setting was very beautiful um but other than that the story was meh the characters were bland and harry styles can't act harry please put the script down what stick it to music what does it say alice we have we we could lose everything alice or whatever from don't worry darling Um, I the older say, I get, the more I hate Harry Styles. You've said which is, this. Which is kind of sad, because I used to be a One Direction girly what about my core. What about Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Harry and Obama are in love. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, basically the plot of this one, don't really remember much, but it's Harry Styles as a policeman in mm-hmm. the 1950s, and he meets this little twink boy, in a museum, and they fall in love. Yeah. And, and he has Alzheimer's or something in the future? I don't remember. No, Dementia. he got the shit beat out of him. That's right. Yeah. See, that Spoiler trauma. Alert. The trauma. Spoiler alert. The no, trauma. No, basically it was like this, like, obviously Harry Styles has a wife, and the wife finds out, and instead of, you know, being like... I don't know. Stop. I don't even, yeah. I'm getting a divorce. She's like, I'm gonna fucking ruin your life essentially 
it's ridiculous. It, it is based weird. off of a book, so I don't know if the book is, like, any better or whatever, but the movie wasn't that rememberable. No. Um, Pretty awful. My next movie is The Birdcage. That's my next <gasps> movie! I didn't know if you've seen I this or not. I Birdcage. Me too. I gave it three and a half. I have four. Okay. Yeah, this one, Robin Williams. Love it. Love it. It's basically like they run this drag club mm-hmm. called the Birdcage, mm-hmm. and it, isn't it their son? And that's that's Timon too. That is Timon. <laughs> He's so slay. Slay. But they run. It's a gay couple. They run a drag club called the Birdcage, and their son is like getting married or something. And I can't remember the plot all that the much. The daughter's parents are like super conservative, so they have to like basically dress Timon up in drag, and like pretend that they're a straight couple. And hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. My favorite little scene is like, uh, one of them is having like a panic attack or something. It's Timon. It's Timon. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, here, give him this. And it's a aspirin with the A scratched off. And he's like, what's a Pirin tablet? And he's like, it's just an aspirin. It's just an aspirin with the A scratched off. It's just gays are so. So funny. So funny. So creative. I do have to say, I think I knocked some points off when I saw this just because, like, Timon's character is, like, so stereotypically flamboyant, little flamboyant gay boy. And that kind of, like, I don't know, not made me uncomfortable, but just was kind of, like, really when I was watching it. Yeah. But I still love this movie. Yeah. And it was... It's very well, sweet. When did it come out? Like, 90s? 80s? 80, 89? 89, something yeah. Like that. So I think that's what I saw. If really. you're making gay movies back then... Uh, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Any form of semi-positive representation, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Um. Excuse me. Yeah, we also had Dr. Pepper yeah, with... So we're We've done like this before. Curling right I now. I know. She's, like, talking super seriously back here. I'm like... um my next movie is pariah which i gave four stars this is a good one yeah um i had originally again kind of playing with gender a little bit a little bit yeah i mean that's the whole thing about um like more masculine lesbians they don't get a lot of rep they don't because they're not seen as like aesthetically pretty in american society exactly so you always see like two femme girls things like that Mm -hmm. comparing to like a mask lesbian i think you would like watching princess sid i didn't put this on my list but it's a pretty girl who gets like with a butch butch lesbian Uh that's a good one yeah well yeah i mean it's like you know the the jokes of like lesbians playing softball like it's that nobody (laughs) they're not like i don't know but um yeah it plays plays along with like um you know feeling like you don't want to dress like a girl and kind of developing that into you know what do what are you interested in um i mean i kind of feel for her because you know her mom is like super on top of her doesn't mm-hmm. want her to be this again kind of plays into like the themes of moonlight yeah like you need to fit into a certain box right yeah and um one of my like the funniest scenes is when she gets caught with the strap on oh my god yeah. <laughs> that one's funny <laughs> um i have so much more commentary but my brain is dead yeah i it's a nice movie i don't really remember the plot that much yeah it's, it's a sweet it's very pretty too I, it is. oh i first learned about it in um in one of my films class in co- 
film classes in college. I had kind of heard about it, but we watched a clip of it when we were talking about um, gender and LGBTQ uh, in film. And so we kind of talked about it a little bit. And then I started it sometime during quarantine, but never got to finish it. And we finished it maybe a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a very pretty movie. It's a very interesting kind of play on lesbian relationships in a way that's, again, not necessarily fetishized, like, girl-on-girl action all the time. It's it's really intimate, it's really uh, innocent, and... More about, like, discovering yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's, like, masked lesbians, a lot of them, at least, that I have, like, interacted with, they obviously have, like, some sort of gender dysphoria, so a lot of the times they don't even, like, let you interact with them in any way so this one's like a interesting movie on the terms of like gender and how a lot of lesbians like are dysphoric about their own bodies and what they can and can't feel i don't know just Mm -hmm. a nice little commentary on that yeah okay your turn my next movie is in and out i love this movie movie. it's so good i gave it four stars it has, you're going to be so excited, you're, this is going to make you watch the movie. It has our girl Sheila in it. Oh, Sheila Queen. Sheila Queen. Yeah, so basically it's this guy who's about to get married to our queen Sheila, and he's like, wait a minute, I think I'm gay. Oh, that's it, that's it. I found it, I found it, I found it, I remember the plot. He's a professor, he's a professor, and he's on stage, and, oh, no, 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 maybe it's a high school graduation. One of those. But, um... Oh, it's a high school graduation. Lord, I've seen this movie one time, so the fact that I'm putting this together is pretty good. And I saw it like two years ago, because it was when I was still living with Redacted. But anyways, um, so it's like a high school graduation, and this famous kid that used to go to the school comes to give like a commemorative speech. And he gets on stage, and he's like, I want to thank my teacher, blah, blah, blah he's so good, and he's great, and he's gay, and he's my role model, and he's not gay. He's like, I'm straight, I'm literally about to get married to our girl Sheila, and then it comes like a whole thing in the town, everybody's like, you are gay, and he like has to pause the wedding, pause this, and he like sits and thinks about it, and he's like, wait a minute, maybe he's right, maybe I am gay, bump, 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 and I think there's like a reporter, and he's played by our man from Blue Bloods, Tom, 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 Tom. Which one? The buff man from Blue Bloods. The dad. The oh, the dad. Tom, what's his face? God, that's gonna drive me crazy. Let me find this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh. Oh, Tom, it's here, it's here. Tom Selleck. King. Mustache King. Mustache King. Tom Selleck plays a really buff, really masculine reporter who's on the case, on the case, spoiler alert, they fall in love. And one of my favorite scenes is when they're, like, out in the fields and our main guy, he, like, does some little weird dance or something and then they kiss. They freaking smooch on the lips. Is that allowed? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just a really good rom-com. I love it. That's sweet. That's sweet. Um, my next movie... Unfortunate. I'm scared. I don't know why I put this on here, to be honest. But it's Call Me By Your Name. Hmm. Which I rated I a mean, three. 
I do like this movie. Yeah. It's just tainted by yeah. arm-eating hammer. I, I rated it a three. I originally just didn't even think it was all that. I mean, it's very well done in the sense of, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Timmy T does, does a good job. Statistics, yep. Statistics, yep. Yep. Statistics, yep. Statistics, yep. Miss Lawin, Miss Lawin, Miss Lawin. Or the one where he's dancing at the school. To, uh, Roman. No. He's dancing to Roman whatever by Nicki Minaj. No, it's not that song. Yes, it is. Look it up right now. Bitch, I'm right. I'm fucking right. No, it's not. Anyways, I'll be right. No, you're not. I'll be right. Yeah. Um, I think this definitely hit at the time what it, it was like 2017 for me again in that era of like whatever gay content, whatever gay yeah. representation I could get. The straight girlies ate this movie the fuck. Yeah. I ate him the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that today at work while I was sitting there and all these attorneys were in the other room and I just have my AirPods in and I'm like, I just hear him in my head going, I ate him the fuck up, and I was cracking up. Or the one where he's like, me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about bones Bones and and all. (laughs) Crazy, crazy Another Timmy Timmy roll. But, um, it's, it was already kind of tainted before Army Hammer was a weirdo. Yeah, because... Awkward Tim, age gap. Timmy, Timmy T is... power, power dynamic. Yeah, he's like 17 and Mr. Oliver is... What? Elio and Oliver. Mm-hmm. Oliver is like in his 30s and he's like got a wife, fiance situation back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was already problematic. Yeah. Um, I haven't read the book Call Me By Your Name. I have read the sequel and it sucks. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It, like, mainly for, like, I think it's, like, 300 pages. I'd say for 200 pages, it's about his dad and some, like, random woman he meets on a train and they have, like, crazy wild sex. I was like, okay, where's the gay people? <laughs> and I need to speak to a gay person. I, these gays, they're trying to kill me. Um, yeah, and then finally, like, Elio and Oliver get together. I don't even remember what happens. It was just, like, the okay. Peach. The peach. Oh, God. Yeah, the peach the is peach. all we have to say about Call Me By Your Name. I will say, that's why I... Oh, to see without my eyes. <laughs> the freaking Timmy edit from Quarantine. Yeah, that is still in my camera roll. Yeah. Ooh, changed Ooh. edits for the rest of the world. Well, the thing with... I don't know what it is about, about, like, gay movies and sex, but it feels like so much more, like... Not necessarily grotesque, but the way that they, like, portray, like, how sexual gay relationships mm. are in comparison to, like... You know what you I know, think sometimes... it is? What? This is gonna be crazy. What? This is my crazy take. Uh. Like, straight people writing movies, like, they go for, like, the most vanilla stuff. Or they go, like, Fifty Shades, like, yeah. BDSM. Yeah. Gay people, they're thinking creative. So they're like, let's have, let's have Timmy go in it with a peach right uh, now. Yeah, that, but also, like... In the sense of, um, at least, like, visually, like, you'll see, like, in a romantic comedy where they're like, well, they won't they? They mm-hmm. they end up having, like, the one sex scene. Yeah. And it's usually just, like, cut to the next Morning day. after they're Com- tangled in the sheets. Yeah, comparing to, like, a lot of gay films, it's, like, multiple sex scenes. Yeah. And I guess that's their, like, 
I will say that that is just how this author in this case writes because the straight scenes in the sequel book were just as like yeah. graphic and a lot yeah. and it was a straight couple yeah yeah but definitely some weird stuff going on i want to say like oliver was like sniffing his underwear or something yeah, yeah i don't know but basically kinky the shit. yeah kinky the plot of it is like in the most quick roundup way possible it's like uh elio is in italy in their beautiful freaking italian yeah farmhouse which is where i need to live or else yeah. i will never experience happiness in my life um and his dad is like a professor and he has an he's an archaeology professor actually and his dad is like having a student or assistant come over for the summer like he has one every single year and it's oliver and oliver and elio fall in love and we get here's an asmr moment for you elio 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 you gotta do it you gotta do it call me by your name and i'll call you by mine but yeah which led to stupid it is it is stupid he was trying to do something but it didn't land i guess it landed for some people but everybody every girly on the planet has the stupid arm statue tattoo on her for life who cares have fun (laughs) all right my next movie is the favorite I still haven't seen the favorite. This is such a good movie. Olivia Coleman, I believe, won Best Actress for this. I don't remember if she was supposed to be Queen Victoria. I believe she was. But it's Emma Stone and some other girly. And basically, they are, like, literally competing for the favorite role of Queen Victoria. And in the process of this, like, they're doing some crazy, wild, sexy shit. Just going to town. <laughs> this is so awkward to talk about. But yeah, I did give the favorite five stars. <laughs> Watch this one at Gator Nights. They played this at Gator Nights? Oh, yeah. Crazy. We're college students. Oh. We can't watch that stuff. But the, I don't know, just, it's a funny movie. It's a really beautiful movie and a very interesting and diff- I like, I think as I'm getting older, I have more of an appreciation for historical films. Like when I was younger, boring where's nemo where's rick no, don't, don't care, care. Where's, where's rick um yeah so as i've grown like older me. yeah i love period pieces so seeing the gays and the historical stuff it's fun it's fun but can we get some not that especially when it comes to like lesbian yeah. storylines like yeah. they're all like even the handmaiden mm-hmm. haven't seen that still but i haven't seen it either there's so many like lesbian plotted films like even mm-hmm. that new one with uh uh the last of us girly oh yeah 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 bella bella ramsey uh, ramsey yeah that one's still a period piece so it's mm-hmm. like they're all like old timey and it's like i just want like a modern day lesbian love story that's not like yeah sex scene after sex scene. Mm-hmm. it's not too much to ask for yeah apparently what's your next one my next movie is the half of it. Really? Yeah. It's okay. I rated a four. Yeah. I liked, um, I liked that it wasn't, like, super specific about, like, the the lesbian it's my, arc. One of my favorite dynamics, lesbian and himbo bestie. Himbo bestie, yeah. yeah. I like seeing heteronormative, like, friendships without it being, like, 
will they? And like, you, yeah, and you're like they, straight and up. Is there tension? Like friends to lovers? It's like, no, they're just gonna be besties. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much of the plot. I do remember being like, woohoo, when she kissed her at the end, and that was about it. Did they even kiss? Yeah. I don't remember. At the end. Yeah. I mean, I I liked it. It's a good movie, but definitely, like, going into it, knowing that it was going to be, like, a gay movie, I, like, I don't know, I wish that they had more than, like, yeah. two seconds. But, I mean, it's pretty realistic for, like, yeah. the closeted gay person in high school. You're not, like... I mean, some people do go out there and be depending on where you on live. Everybody, but yeah. I mean, it. I think it. If I remember correctly, it was like a decently rural town, so mm-hmm. it's not like gay people are everywhere. And it's also like this idea of is the person that I'm attracted to and interested in also gay? Mm. It's kind of like oh, the guessing games yeah. you had to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, been there, been there, done that. Um. My next movie is Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Nice. I love this movie. It's got Patrick Swayze, R.I.P. It's got Sid. Sid. From Ice and Age. I just looked him up. Life. Leprosy. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it has RuPaul in a Confederate flag dress. Why does RuPaul just do like the most? unapologetically. He said, Confederate flag camp. (laughs) It's also got Wesley Snipes in it. So it's basically like three drag queens who are competing in this pageant, hence RuPaul coming down in a Confederate flag dress. And they all like win to represent and go to like nationals or something. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've seen this. And cut to them having to go on like a cross country road trip to get to this final competition place and they break down i want to say in like this rural rural town it's basically like fort white florida filled with a bunch of hick people who have closed minds and they come into town and everybody thinks that they're a bunch of beautiful women but they got a dirty little secret because they are not and yeah they like get really close with the townspeople of course their secret is revealed Will they open the hearts of these closed-minded people, or will they be chased out with a bunch of pitchforks and torches? You watch and decide. What I like about it is that even though I I saw recently an interview from Sid from Ice Age, what's his real name? Don't remember. Didn't you just look this shit up? I did. Let's see, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny. Yo! (laughs) Um, but... There was an interview with him pretty recently, I think, because he was in um, The Menu, mm-hmm. and he was talking about... John Leguizamo. I was never going to remember that. Me neither. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's just Sid from my age. But even though it's played by straight cis men, he talked about how they did a lot to kind of, like... Prep for it. Prep for it. They were talking to a whole bunch of... Um, you know, actual drag queens and getting their interpretations of how to do things, which I appreciate, especially because, I mean, The Good Doctor is trending a lot right now. I Um, am a surgeon! We have been saying that for a That's been our vocal stem all week long. We just will, one of us will go and then both of us just start up and we can't stop. Um, but people have been talking about how that actor freaking, um, Spiderwick Chronicles kid. Yeah. Um, 
I almost said do... Asa Butterfield. No. It is not Asa <laughs> Butterfield. Same same era though. Yeah. Um, the way that he didn't do a lot of prep to play, play this an autistic, autistic kid, person. Um, in comparison, you know, it's just a it's a good way if you're not gonna if you're not if you don't identify. Let me restart. <laughs> they should cast people who identify as these things to play these roles. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, you can at least do put the do effort your in, homework. into playing it correctly. So that you can unlike, get proper representation. Unlike which, Sia with music ooh, and Maddie Ziegler. Ooh. But as well as that, um... Did I put that on there? Okay, yeah. Uh, other than that, um... Like, we, as we said, we haven't been talking about a lot of trans films, but, like, Dallas Buyers Club. Ooh, Jared and, Leto. He continues to just... And the the Danish girl with oh. Newt from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, those kinds of movies where you, it's like... You just put on a costume yeah, and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad, but... Yeah. I... Yeah. I don't know why I got Wesley Snipes... I was like, why did I get Wesley Snipes mixed up with Dennis Rodman in my head? Because I thought that he was in this movie. Dennis Rodman, remember, he dressed up in drag and married himself? No. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Anyways. I don't know names, bitch. She don't know nobody. You show me the face. Anyways, what's your next movie? My last movie. <laughs> How is this your last movie? Was that not ten? Um, cause I, I was, that was just number eight for me. Maybe cause you had a one that was similar to mine. But you had one that was similar to mine. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, this is ten. Hmm. Okay. Just go on. Did you skip one? No. Okay. We'll just keep Did going. Did you skip one? No, I've done all mine. Count yours. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I've done all mine. That was eight for you? Yeah. Pause. <laughs> okay, we figured it out. Uh, we're bad at math, so <laughs> you know how it is. So, so wait, I'm going next. You want to go? Yeah, because okay. I have nine and then we'll do ten. Okay. Okay. So my next one is Gia. I haven't seen it. It's so good. Oh, with Ms. I, I did see it, though. With Miss Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Um, warning, she does... Full frontal nudity in like the first five minutes, so you know, do with that what you will. But this is a um, bio- biographical pick. I don't know why I can never say that word. Um, it's a biography. It's blah blah blah. It's a biopic. Just in case you wanted to know, HBO. Beautiful. It follows Miss Gina Crangelini. I think I just made that last name up, but it's definitely Italian. <laughs> and Gina Cannoli <laughs> <laughs> but she basically like gets scouted and she becomes a model and it just follows her through her modeling career and she's like a real wild child like when you meet her she's got like short spiky hair she's got like tattoos and she just does stuff and doesn't care what anybody thinks and she f- on the very first set like date of shooting and I actually follow this lady in real life on Instagram because she's very interesting her name is Sandy and they fall in love, and it just follows her through, like, all of her ups and downs throughout her career, and it's really sad because she becomes addicted to heroin, and she actually gets AIDS, I think, AIDS or HIV, and, like, the real-life Gia, she dies, and it's just so sad, but it is a gorgeous movie, and you should watch it. 
Shibachi. Shibachi. I gave it five stars. Okay. Um, did I say how many I gave to half of it? It was four, by the way. Um, my last movie is another one of the movies I didn't care for too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Maplethorpe. Oh, we, again, I forgot about this yeah. movie. I gave it a 2.5. Yeah, that, I don't I think like I rated it very high. No, you did not. Um, we rented this from the movie, the library. From the movie library. Yeah. Um, we were there and I was, I was like, Gabby, pick out a movie. And so she picked out that one just randomly. Randomly. And then I saw it had Matt Smith on it as a Doctor Who girly. Matt Smith this is This movie is slay. confusing because I genuinely, until like 10 minutes left in the movie, thought that the movie was made in the 80s. Yeah. Nope. Made in 2018. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was definitely an interesting movie. Um... It goes back to the taboo of over-sexualizing gay people, mm-hmm. which, I mean, gay people do love sex. Yeah, and so, especially Maplethorpe. Especially, like, that was his whole thing. Yeah. Um, it follows it's the... It's another biopic. Yeah, it follows the um, photographer, Maplethorpe, and his kind of journey into photography and all that. The ending I found weird. I didn't know a lot about this mm, artist to I'd begin with. I've never heard of him. But, um... The way that he was, like, reacting to being diagnosed with AIDS was, like, very strange. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, like, I'm sure people who were going through that epidemic were just, like, taking it as it was. Like, you can only do so much. Yeah. But, I don't know. It was a decent film. I was bored most of it but it was like an interesting story For me, it was like i was interested in the beginning and then it just kept going and going yeah. and going and i was like it's pretty I'm bored pretty boring towards the end yeah i will say it did make me interested in like seeing more of his work yeah like i think when the movie ended i did google like where can i go see maplethorpe yeah. in real life and right. there's none near us so cool i think in new york probably my last movie is Black Swan. Okay. I'll count it as an LGBT okay. movie. Um, don't watch this movie with your mother <laughs> like I did. Or you will be subjected to watching um, Mila Kunis do some stuff with Natalie Portman. That was awkward. What'd you rate it? Five stars. Yeah. Yeah. I love this movie. I love Black Swan. It's so I good. love... As much as I don't... L- specifically love horror i love dance horror mm-hmm. suspiria, oh, suspiria climax yeah all of it something about dance horror is just so, it's so interesting. interesting it's artsy yeah it's different and that's what me and alex are gonna try and do with our n- little like piece that. that we're working on yeah just love that kind of like grimy mm-hmm. dance world shit yeah basically it follows isn't her name mia yeah i'm pretty sure it's mia <laughs> She is a dancer in New York, ballet dancer in New York, and they are obviously putting on Swan Lake, and she is auditioning for the White Swan, Ophelia, Mm -hmm. Barbie Swan Lake. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I want to say, like, she's just really under the thumb of her mother. It's kind of, we could really do a deep dive on this movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll save it for that. But... Classic, iconic scene, wiping away the horror horror. (laughs) written in lipstick on the mirror. What I like about this movie is that it's a big commentary on, like, 
motherhood mm-hmm. as well as a big commentary on like the pressures pressures of, of ballet. ballet um yeah it's mm-hmm. very interesting yeah yeah i mean it's just the the lesbian part of it is very pretty brief. yeah but minute. i i would say that that's kind of like she's so pressed into what others are supposed to expect of her like even her mother like She's supposed to be this perfect little girl who follows all the norms, who's supposed to go get married to a man, all that. And this is kind of, like, her way of breaking out of that and going for what she desires. That's what I would say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, I did have, like, literally one quick, quick, quick question. Mm -hmm. What makes a good or bad LGBT plus movie? We've kind of touched on a few things. Yeah, I think we've both kind of been touching on it now. Obviously, the idea of, like, over-sexualization, mm-hmm. um, like, unnecessary... Gratuitous sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. As well as, like, cliche stereotypes mm-hmm. that are more harmful than anything yeah. else usually are used as, like, humor points mm-hmm. or, like, kind of quirky character points, um, but not necessarily... Specific for the plot or anything like that. Yeah. Um, in comparison, a good... I think a good LGBTQ plus movie really hits on, like, the relatability mm-hmm. of it. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of people in the community deal with a lot of struggles with... Whether it's with their family members or the people around them. It's a very, like, socially specific... Um, Thing to go through with coming out or just like realizing it in the be- in the first place um so i think if the movie portrays that in a way that's not like overly triggering or traumatizing i think as long as like the community can relate to it and feel like they're seen mm-hmm. is a, a good way to yeah good movie yeah i would say at this point in like the cultural climate like i'm kind of bored of seeing like typical coming out movies or like oh my god what if they don't accept me for who I am like obviously those are very important to have because I mean and even like um like AIDS epidemic and stuff like we need we need movies and we do need media that shows that because that's something that we shouldn't forget and we shouldn't forget the roots of like where we came from but with that being said I just want to see some movies where like we're shown as normal people we're not shown as taboo as you've been saying all episode like happy endings like i don't want to see no more barrier gays i don't want to see no more tragic endings like i just want a good happy little gay movie yeah as well as like do give me some gay horror though i'll take that i'll eat that up oh i was gonna tell you we we haven't seen it but they slash them is supposed to be something like that that's a bad movie have you watched it no like the disc have you not heard the discourse No, it's It's bad I've had to sneeze the whole episode. It finally came out. Um, I do have two, actually, technically three dishonorable mentions. I'm shocked you haven't talked about this movie the whole episode. Blue is the warmest color. That's on my dishonorable mention. Horrible. 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 Um, I watched this sophomore year of college, and I watched... Don't know what was wrong with me. I had the bravery to watch it in the living room. And I had not one, not two, but three roommates ask me, Chloe, are you watching porn right now? Yeah, because because that's, that's what it is. What it is. Yeah. Uh, porn with no plot. Oh my god, it's atrocious. 
I can't even tell you the plot of the movie. It's literally just them going to town the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's... And, and again, I've, I've said it, like, a million times, but, like, going out, seeking this media and everything, like, that was always, like, number one on the list. Like, oh yeah. my god, you have to see oh, Blue yeah. is the Warmest Color. It's beautiful. It's amazing. No. Yeah, I saw, just to, like, because, I, I mean, I knew, like, my top movies that I wanted to talk about, but then there was a couple that I'm, like... I, I can't even think of gay movies right now. Mm-hmm. So I, like, searched up, like, gay movies. And there was, like, a Esquire magazine top ten, top 50 gay movies. And Blue is the Warmest Color was, like, in the top ten. Ugh. And I'm like, yeah. ew. <laughs> we have grown as a society past the need for Blue is the Warmest yeah. Color. Yeah. Um, another film that... This is the one I think of most when I'm talking about, like, fetishized lesbian relationships is Atomic Blonde. Oh, I still haven't seen this. Yeah. This one falls bad into Bury Our Gaze, though, from what I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Miss Miss Girl from Climax. Mm. She, um, she slays in it, but it was very much like... I love Charlize Theron. Yeah. She's a, she's a slay queen, she's too. She's a slay. But it was very much like, they're making out in the bathroom and pushing each other against the wall. Mm. And blah, blah, blah. Um, and then my last dishonorable mention was... The Fallout! Oh. God, I hate this movie with a passion. Yeah. God, I hate this movie with a passion. Yeah. It was just like, for some, I can thankfully say I've never gone through a school shooting. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've had one that's hit very close to home. Mm -hmm. I, when the Parkland shooting happened, um, may those 14 souls rest in peace. One of them was... A dancer at my sister school, my dancer studio school. Um, and so that hit very close to home in the sense like we were writing those because there were teachers that would teach at both schools. And so we would write letters to those students who knew her um, being like, I am so sorry for what happened. Um, and so when it came to this movie, everyone was kind of like, interested and a lot of people loved this movie, this movie which is was very popular very surprising yeah. to me but um they took this story about like dealing with the trauma of going through a school shooting mm-hmm. into some sort of like romantic gay i don't yeah. know what it was weird it was like interesting because it was nice to see like the two girls developing a friendship Bonded through and by trauma. Trauma bonding. Um, but then it was, like, turned into... Which, it would have been nice if it just turned into them developing a relationship. But she was also trying to develop a relationship with another guy. And her. And I don't know what. And it was just, like, all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. And just felt weird. And I didn't like it. Uh, my last two movies, and I'm gonna make it quick. All I gotta say is... Hurricane Bianca 1 and 2. I haven't seen those. This is Bianca Del Rio from season 6 of RuPaul's Drag Race. I believe Katya has a major role in the second one. It's trash. It's so bad. Garbage. Hot garbage. And don't like it. I don't remember. Oh, I will say, yeah, I think another dishonorable mention that I've seen on, like, representation would be Soap Dish. Because the way that it represents trans people is just so offensive and gross and I don't like that. So I do have some honorable mentions though. Oh okay. Book smart. Yay! 
Yes. Slay, one of my Shout out movies. to Beanie, you got married. Yeah, Beanie got married this week. Adam Levine was there. <laughs> yeah, we were cackling on the bus when we saw that. <laughs> so strange. Um, Fire Island. Another oh, was fun. Another yeah. little quirky romance comedy from uh, 2022, last year. Year. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. Oh. Hurts. Oh. Hurts. Bury your gaze. How are you going to eat a can of beans and be getting <laughs> freaky like that? Um, I cannot imagine what that tends to like. Ooh. They were out there for months. Ugh. <laughs> um, yes, God, yes. Another <gasps> one of those yes. kind of Christian camps. I love. It's not really queer though. I mean, because she's into them dudes with some arm hair. Yeah, but the way they slapped that fake. Arm I know hair on it's that so man. disgusting. Yeah. Aren't you glad I showed you that movie? It's a pretty good movie. I uh, love that movie. Shiva Baby. Yup. And then not a movie, but a. A TV show High School by the sweet and sexy Tegan and Sarah. Yup. Um, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And Venom. <laughs> yeah, when I suggested this, Gabby was like, can I talk about Venom? And I was like, I mean, go off, queen. Venom and, um, Tom Eddie. Hardy are in love. Eddie. Okay. Oh, I was about to spoil Across don't, the Universe for a second. Don't, we don't, were, We're going to have a whole episode of Across the Universe. Don't do it. The okay. Let's get into our questions. Oh, I forgot I was going to pick gay songs, but I can do that real quick. Oh, I forgot about that, too. I guess I can do that. La, 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 la. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to pull up these questions. I need to have these on boot and goot next time. Boot and what? <laughs> All right, Bestie Thomas says, pick a movie genre and then say movie names at the same time until you say the same one. Oh, this is going to be long. We'll try to make it snappy. Um, let's do a, a quick, um, very specific genre. Um, Girl, this is not snappy. I know. Um, fr- or enemies to lover. Enemies to lovers. Ready? The proposal. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> we have to say three, two, one. Alright. Wait, I don't have one. Three, two, one. Princess Diaries 2. I can't think of any enemies. So God lovers. damn. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Let's do A24 movies. That's okay, a genre. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Hereditary. <laughs> Shut up. You need to say something. Alright, ready, 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 ready. Three, Three, two, one. The Midsummer. lighthouse. Damn it! Ready? Three, Three two, one. Bullet Girl, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pick a certain like something that relates between the two things that we said. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Uh... All right. Three, Three two, two, one. The, the Florida Project. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We got this, we got this, we got this. Wait, do you have one? I do. I'm thinking. Are you reading my brain? I'm reading it. Twin telepathy. Three, two, two, one. Never going back. (laughs) I hate you! Alright, we're moving on. I've never seen Never Going Back! Yes, you have! What is that? It's the movie! It's my comfort movie! Oh. You stupid. You're stupid! Anyways. Thomas, that was a bad one. Bestie (laughs) Thomas wants to know, what's your zombie survival plan? Um, die. Well, 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 let me tell you. I'm genuinely picking die. I had a long time to think this over. I've consumed a lot of zombie media. I have really planned this out. I have glasses ready to go on deck 
for when the zombie apocalypse happens. When it happens, I will simply toss my contacts, pop them suckers on, hope for the best. I will go to a secluded area. Don't ever go to the city. I will raid a library. Probably just live in a library. Hunker down, plant some vegetables, read for the rest of my life, and start a petting zoo. So, there we go. Gabby chose the easy way out. Yeah, no death. Uh, Bestie Thomas wants to know, never speak again or never think again? Hmm. I would rather never speak again because at least I could, like, write it on a board or something. I would love to never think again. Just head empty. That's boring. I would like that. Like, tusk? Just, like, a vegetable. (laughs) Okay, Veggie Tales. Bestie Calvin, and we'll get to this in a second. Expectations for Piderman across the Piderverse. Um, We're not gonna get into that today. No, 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 I no, need no, a whole no. For her. Yeah, and I especially I don't want to spoil anything because we just saw it last night, and it literally just came out yesterday. So I really don't want to spoil anything for people. Please, please go watch it because it is incredible. It's gorgeous, spectacular, amazing. That's your homework. Yeah, yeah. And bestie Aunt Jen said, "What would you like to see re-released into the theaters?" I know what you're going to say. Do you? I don't know what I'm going to say. Coraline. No. They do that, like, all the time. I know. I would love to see Across the Universe in, like, theaters for the first time, because I love that movie. I never saw La La Land in a Mm, movie theater. Me either. So, I would love to see that. I think I would have bawled my eyes out the whole time. I think I would have, too. All right. Now, 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 bestie, will you give me what you've been watching this week um all i watched this week was we saw guardians of the galaxy volume hello (laughs) guardians of the galaxy volume Mm 2 which i rated four stars it was a rewatch obviously and then we watched yesterday spider-man across the spider-verse which i rated five stars if you know me into the spider-verse is one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. i've been excited for this for the last four years um it's been five years came out in 2018 it came out our f- freshman year. Yeah, December of 2018, 2017. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. It was slay. It was slay. It's been four and a half years. I wouldn't round it up to five. Anyways. That's it. That's all. Um, I, yeah, it's been a pretty sparse week considering, con- uh, com- what is that word? Considering? No, it's been a pretty sparse week. I don't know. All things considered? All, I don't know. I really don't know what I was trying to say there. Um, yeah, I haven't... Yeah. Relating to media that I've consumed, I think yeah, is what I was trying to say. Yeah, we had Bestie Nicole here last week. Bestie Nicole so was we here. We weekend with her. Um, I was insanely depressed this week, yeah. so... Yeah. And then we have this shit going on. Yeah. So, so again, I, I only saw Guardians 2 again with Gabby, and then I saw Spider-Verse, and love both those so much. Um... We've been watching Shameless still. We're almost to season seven. We are actually on the season finale of season six right now. Mm-hmm. If you know what happens, Gabby's going to die. Uh-oh. She's going to be very upset. Uh-oh. So wish her luck. We're going to watch that tonight. I read two books this week. I read How to Be Famous by Caitlin Moran, which is the sequel to How to Build a Girl. And I really enjoyed it. It was good. And then I haven't done this in a hot minute, but apparently the book fever has bit me because I just read a book in a day. And that was schmutz by somebody, I don't know. And I didn't like it, so. Well, I mean, I liked it because it was very intriguing, but then that ending hit and I was like, girl, what are you doing? 
and yeah, I was disappointed. So, go ahead, bestie. Oh, music. uh, yeah, music. Um, I'll start it off with Gabby by the Internet. Um, that, that, that's you. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Um, Honey by Kehlani. Mm. Um, I suddenly don't know any gay songs right now. <laughs> What's that one? Boys like boys and or girls oh, like girls, girls, boys by Panic at the by Disco. Panic at the Disco. That song. I totally forgot about that song. What's that one song? Um. Damn, I don't know any more songs. That's it. Just three for today. All right, let me try to think. Let's see. Haley Kiyoko. Let's do uh, "Ease My Mind" by Haley Kiyoko. Oh my God, who are gay artists? They're non-existent. Eh, she's not my favorite. I'm just gonna give you some songs I listened to like this week, cause I can't think of nothing. Sorry, gays. Let's do "Sugar" by Remy Wolf. Uh, Wade in the Water by the Graham Bond Organization. Lose, Lose, Lose by Swimmers. Guide Me God by Ghostland. And let's do Outside Woman Blues by Cream. Okay, I got two that my lady put in a playlist she made for me. Um, Ew! Gay! One of them is Katrinata underscore Waitin underscore 115 BPM Whoa. by Katrinata and Kalila. Kal- Kalila, yeah, Kalila, okay. I'm sorry, I went dyslexic for a second. Um, And Basic Instinct by Quasimodo. So, that's the end of our super gay episode. Mm-hmm. Um, According to all the movies, we're going to get off this podcast and start furiously making out. Ew. That's nasty, I would never Ew. do that. Gabby, if I ever did that, I think I would die. I told Sam. That's so gross. Me and Sam were talking about it. I'm like, just so you know, like, me and Chloe have never been involved. Mm -mm, Like, not even at all. Like, I'd rather shit my hands in class. (laughs) 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 She was like, oh, no, I wasn't worried about that. And I'm like, okay, well, just just to let you know. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Love you, best. Love you, bestie. Goodbye, haters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I wanted to give a little speech. Um, and I forgot it. What is it? You were born gay. You are gay. You'll die gay. Your school didn't make you gay. Your church didn't make you gay. Your mama didn't make you gay. Nobody made you gay. You were gay. You're gonna be gay. The, um... They're turning the freaking frogs gay! When I was in the third grade, I I thought that I was gay. Because my uncle was, and I kept my room straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like... Ben, you love girls since before pre-K. Alright, no. Follow us on the podcast at Haters Film Club. You can follow me at Curly Femme on both Instagram and Letterboxd. Hey, it is Papa John. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You can follow me on Insta and Letterboxd at Chloe underscore Mercy A. Send this to your... Michael Jackson. Send this to my melody. Send this to uh, Julia Child. Send this to Miss Lawton. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.